These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewlett. I'm Favaz. Hey, hey, uh, episode what? One? I don't know, uh, 520? Are we at 150 yet? I'm just oh, curious. Oh, we're way past that. We're oh, almost we at are. 180. What? Yes, almost four years. Oh It'll gosh. be four years that we've been doing this uh, come this October. Kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, we got another good one here. We this... thought it would only last a couple of years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And we and we're still finding some good interviews. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I just recently found a couple from one from the late seventies. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell them yet. Should I? Let's I think you on. should. I think I think That's you should. Tease. We tease. we, we uh, well we teased it on the air. Yeah. We we you gave the names out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I found a 1978 interview I did with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Amazing. Yeah. That is a big deal. And I found another 1980 interview with Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues. Yeah. So and, those will be coming yeah, up. And there's other stuff, too. And this one is another Jack Silver interview. Jack Silver used to get these interviews for a weekend thing he used to do on the on the Casey call, uh, on the air called the Casey Rock Report. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he would use little snippets of the interviews and put them into these reports. Mm-hmm. Well, the interviews that he's doing, they were not done on the air. So, you know, you don't want to get too uh, critical of, of him when he when he's, you know, kind oh, of stammering. Oh, come on, that's fun. That is fun. <laughs> but he's, sometimes he'll stammer around trying to think of a question, but he's not under the gun, under right, the pressure right, you know, being on right. the air. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's very casual. And uh, when he started the Jefferson, the David Freiberg interview that we did last week on the podcast, mm-hmm. David Freiberg of Jefferson Starship, we kind of gave him some crap because he came out with a with a question right away that was yeah it's not one you would start with you yeah know? and he even admitted to it on the yeah. on the tape he said I don't want to get off this interview off to a rocky start yeah well why yeah. ask it <laughs> I know. You know yeah wait till later in yeah, the interview wait, to wait. ask it you don't want to start with it and then I'm I'm on the same tape <laughs> rolling forward is his interview that he did with Billy Squire. Mm-hmm. And that one gets off to kind of this one, as you'll hear, gets off to kind of a rocky start from whatever whatever Jack said to him, and, and what Jack said to him is not on the tape. It just kind of picks up with Billy mm-hmm. responding to what Jack said. All right, here, so here we go. Here we don't we, we don't know how long this interview is or anything. We've never heard this interview. I've never heard it. Me either. And it's Billy Squire, so yes. we have to. All right. So yeah. here we go. Here we go. Roll some tape here. If you can give me some kind of voice level first, just go ahead and scream through the phone. Yeah, well, I won't be screaming. This, this oh. is about what you get. Oh. This, this is my interview voice. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, so he did. We could so, hear so, what he said. So yeah. scream through the voice. Yeah, yeah. scream no, through the voice. No, this is my interview yeah. voice. Oh, you're not going to scream. Yeah. All right. All right. Not exactly, but not exactly what you get on record, but... Uh, it's all right. Um, the best we can do. Yep. Billy's got an accent, like he's from uh, maybe up east. Yeah. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, as far as your music goes, um, I think the only thing that gets more airplay around here than Billy Squire is Eddie Money and the commercials. So you're you're looking pretty <laughs> well, good. I don't at know me. why. Why should Eddie Money get more airplay than me? Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Why should Eddie Money get more, get more airplay? What, what year was this? Do we he know? He was probably kidding, but that 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 uh, up east English accent makes him sound like a like he's being a jerk, doesn't Do- it? A little bit, a little yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what year do you think this 80, was? 80, 82, 82, 82 awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll have to work on that. <laughs> All right, um, let's go ahead and start with. He was just kidding. Interview, if we could. Um, a, a, a man born and raised in Boston. I understand you moved to New York 
at an early age to, to form your band Piper. There he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Piper. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what kind of... Uh, Casey Classic from Piper was Rosalie, the song. And he sang Rosalie. it? Rosalie! Did he sing it? I think so. Oh. He was in Piper. He was, you know, singer. Mm-hmm. What kind of personal or business changes had to be made in your life for that move from Boston to New York? Well, actually, not not all that many. <clears throat> Excuse me, because uh, I moved at a, at a relatively uh, early age. I think I was 18 years old. And uh, He sounds like somebody. Who I almost got to... He sounds like... Not John McEnroe. Hmm. Oh, God. I don't know. In those times... Uh, you tend to be a bit young and reckless, and you just do things as you, you know, as the inclination strikes you. So, I basically packed up, uh, packed up a few things, threw them in a maybe John McEnroe, hmm? threw them in a truck with the rest of, uh, like, you know, a couple of friends of mine. Uh, this was actually way, well before Piper. This was back in kind of longer than I'd care to think. So <laughs> around 1969 or something. Um, and we just uh, took off and moved down. Moved down and lived. Uh, I think three of us lived in a. You know, I lived in a studio apartment in the East Village first time I was there. And, but, uh, you know, those things actually at that time are, are insignificant because it's, the, it's really the excitement of, you know, taking something on and embarking on something which is, uh, you know, an, an unknown in your life. All right. Um, then, then we move on and we see the release of, uh, of the first uh, record, to our knowledge, Tale of the Tape. Uh, and that, that's, that, the, that's the, yeah, the first the first Billy Squire album. Right now, that one went relatively unknown, uh, in a sense. And then then comes Don't Say No, double platinum success. Uh, what 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 changes took place there uh, in your life again? Actually, uh, not not as many as would be indicated by the the comparative differences in uh, in commercial success of those two albums because. Uh, my basic sensibilities didn't change at all in terms of the direction of my music. Uh, what you know, what I've always been—I've always been aiming for the same basic, uh, t- the same basic formula, which is uh, merging some of the uh, better aspects of pop music with heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been, you know, I've been developing this for a while. And uh, what really happened with "Don't Say No" was, uh, I think, a situation where the various uh, the various aspects of of making hit records uh, all seemed to finally come together. In other words, I finally I, I got a band which was uh, most capable the most the most capable unit that I'd had to, uh, to help me illustrate my ideas. I was I started working with Mac, who was able to transfer uh, what I wanted into the, you know, the, the technical sense, which was an area which had been lacking for a while. And, uh, in general, we were able to fit all the pieces of the puzzle into place. Which is, as I, said, I wonder if he's going to ask him what the song, The Stroke, is about, John. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'll bet he does. I'll bet he does. We'll see. As I said, something of, some of an evolutionary process. I've been building it for a long time, and and I think the pieces have been come, falling into place for a few years, but it, it's not until you get it, you know, get them all there that people get the the entire picture. I see. Um, and and now the follow-up, the Emotions in Motion album, is really just picking up where uh, Don't Say No left off. It's getting a lot of airplay, and I, I really don't even have too much to ask as it relates to the new album. But I've you know what Billy Squire's middle name is. What is it? Hayslip. 
How do you spell it? H A I S L I P. Hayslip. Now, see, Hayslip. that would have been something that he should have asked him about. Weird. Where'd you get that fucking middle name at, bro? <laughs> <laughs> should have asked it just like that, too. I've heard on various interview programs where I've listened to you, and you, you kind of say that you don't like to explain your lyrics. I was wondering why is that? I, I think um, that, that what, what I do, what, uh, what many of us do in this... Uh, the world of songwriting uh, is to create a, a series of uh, of impressions. Uh, which I relate. I write songs about my experiences. Yes, and all that. They're also my observations of of how what I do, what I see, fits into you know a greater uh, a greater concern. In other words, how how other people are would, would be affected in their lives. And so, as a result, I feel. That uh, to be to be too specific, to attempt to be too specific and explain something in terms of uh, of a, a one uh, one particular experience, it really narrows. Uh... You're bored. I am just a little bit. Just a little bit. This was '82. This was yeah. after the release of Emotion in Motion. Yes, and before? that came out in July of 1982. So okay. it was. It could be right after it. Yeah. You know? Hopefully, I'll ask about Freddie Mercury being on there. The communication factor involved, and it does not allow. Uh, the people who are hearing the music to perceive it in terms of themselves. It's really very similar to like an impressionistic uh, painter, that you don't do things with one intent. You do, you do things, you're trying to evoke emotions and... Uh, it's art. It's art, man. Yeah. It needs no Come explanation. On, Come on, man. It would help us, though, as listeners, as fans. Sometimes it does help. Yeah, I just want to know what's what's the song about, man. Why is it such a big deal? Right. You know. You know, we we want to know. Some people want to know. Yeah. You know. I think it. I think it, it. It enhances the appreciation and the enjoyment of the song. Mm-hmm. Thought processes within in the people who are who are perceiving your music. Uh, so I don't do it for myself. I mean, I'm part of it, but I don't. If I did just did it for myself, I wouldn't bother. And for the children. Putting it out, what I... No, uh, so uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. In other words, you want each individual to find in your music whatever they can find, and whether yeah, 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 and how it relates to them. Exactly, so. sure. Well, Jack got it. That's all good. right. Well, thank God. All right, that's quite understandable. Um, all right, I basically have two two more thoughts uh, to to pose to you. One would be the fact that. Um, Okay, life on the road, we all know that, that that's, you know, just different from anything anybody could possibly think of. You opened dates for Queen, yeah. okay, recently, and then I was to understand that you passed up a, a, a chance to go, I guess, what, somewhere else with them uh, in order to headline your own dates with Nazareth now this, this autumn. Um, I was wondering, what is the difference between, uh, you know, Billy Squire being a, an opening act and then Billy Squire being a headliner? Well, there's uh, certainly a, a lot more opportunity and freedom for me in terms of the show that I put on, uh, which is not not to say that I've I've never been restricted as an opening act, and, I, and I'm uh, I'm very I'm very grateful for the chances I've had to uh, you know the, the bands who who have had me play with them. Uh, going out as a headliner gives me an opportunity to uh, to set the stage as as I want, so to speak. Well, by this time he probably. Well, with two albums out, he was a headliner for sure. Yeah, because how many five or six songs off that, uh, that don't, don't say, say no, no album? Monster songs, monsters, yeah. and then there are two off of this one. Mm-hmm. 
Emotions, uh, emotion. Emotions, emotion. Was that the one with that? That's that's with uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Emotions, he, emotion. Maybe he maybe that's the second question. I yeah, yeah. And Thought yet, he was going to ask him about Freddie here when he mentioned Queen. I did too. And everybody wants you was the was the first track off this album. Oh, yeah, right. I think I guess. Yeah. And uh, you know, it just gives us a, it gives me a little bit more freedom and uh, room to move. It's also uh, a logical uh, it's a logical step forward, and it's a, it's a challenge because it, it it also takes on a little bit more responsibility. Yeah. You know, you're not uh, you're not riding on anyone else's coattails, so to speak. The uh, the onus is on, is on you. Oh. And may I say, you know, as a personal note, I think you picked an excellent, excellent choice in Nazareth. Uh, they're, they're, they're really big here in St. Louis, and uh, I've always enjoyed their show. Oh. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that we could, uh, yeah. could have ourselves a few laughs. All right. Just keep the booze away from Mr. McCafferty. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you'll never understand him. He's got, that, that accent is difficult as yeah, it is. That's, that's true. <laughs> All right, oh, and wow. finally... Bringing up the alcohol yeah. problems of somebody else. <laughs> Interview faux pas number three. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Ray McGuire of Trooper tells a story about traveling with Nazareth, touring with Nazareth, yeah. where Trooper was on stage playing, and the guys from Nazareth, uh, they didn't like the way the show was going because Trooper was doing real well, and mm-hmm. one of them walked over and just yanked the plug on their really? sound system. Yeah. Wow. He says that, he, he, he says Nazareth, he didn't like those guys. <laughs> but Billy Squire liked them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whoa, oh whoa, no! Whoa, whoa. I think you were fast forwarded. That that accent is difficult as yeah, it is. Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> All right, and finally. Sorry, yeah, this is on reel to reel for the <laughs> folks that uh, didn't have any idea, and I accidentally hit the fast forward button. Um, I guess I do have a question as it relates to emotions in motion. It's set, in a bio I'm reading. It says that you actually locked yourself in your apartment for for a period of time. Do you do you find that? Um, that writing is a is a lonely or well not lonely I guess solitary it's solitary it's a solitary process for you yes it is absolutely it's uh, something that I have I generally have a very clear cut idea of of how Billy Squire the writer wants to you know perceives Billy Squire the artist and uh, as, as such it's, it's something which I do uh, bear the responsibility for. Hmm. Because we see a lot of writers who like to collaborate with others, but you don't find that to be your style. Well, not not in terms of of, uh, of what I do now in this context. Uh, I, I'm not uh, I'm not beyond or removed from writing with other people, but it would not be necessarily for a Billy Squire album. It would be uh, you know for in a, in a collaborative situation. Plus, I don't like to share writing credits. And yes, I want royalties all the money. Any, I want all the money <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> I would tend to think that that collaboration would then extend to the performing of it and the, you know, the, the presenting, presenting it as such. I see. All right, which man. Is something which actually you could probably look for in the future. That's just I'm contemplating a few, a few uh, projects which at the moment are quite secretive, but. <laughs> Mm, oh, it's quite secret. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonder if he was in the process of making that video that was actually almost responsible for destroying his career when he was. Uh, there was the, the one where the he one, was snapping his fingers. No, the one where he was laying in bed with all the the the, the sheets and the, the the curtains blowing, and he was just writhing around in in the bed. Uh, I don't, know if I, I don't remember this. that. It's but... all kind of white white linens Ooh. and things. No. <clears throat> mm. Turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> 
they'll be uh, be out uh, in the near future. All right. Again, thank you very much. I appreciate the insights, and uh, we'll give a lot of people in St. Louis, you know, who don't know that much about you personally. This will help. Sure. All righty. And one thing, if you want to just go ahead and bang that out. All right. Oh, he's going to do promos for the station. Oh, I, now I, I, I've played one of these, and that's where it came from. Yeah. Here, play it real quick. This is Billy Squire. Now, I'm not in St. Louis right now, but when I do get there, I set the dial to 95, KC 95. That's the one right there. Yeah. I, All I, right. I uh, how about, can Let you me give me do that once more? Please. Some kind of intro. Let's see if I say that. Jack would turn the tape off when he was trying to talk to right. him, give him instructions on how to do it again. Right. Well, how about if I just say it slower? Because <laughs> I don't want to say, hi, St. Louis. This is Billy Squire. Right. I'm not in St. Louis now. Good point. Yeah. All right. So if you say your name I'll a little... Come on, I'll come I won't, on. I won't rush through that. There you okay. go. Okay. I'll say, this is Billy Squire. <laughs> I'll go on, okay? That sounds beautiful. beautiful. I'm not yeah. in St. Louis now. Okay. Are we rolling? We are rolling, sir. This is Billy Squire. I'm not in St. Louis now, but when I do get there, I set that dial to 95. KC 95. Yeah, that'll work. We are rolling. Okay, so Birthdays and... Does he, does he do one for Jack? Day. See, see, no, let's, see if he, oh. let's see what the next one is. Come on, Billy. Just writing down something here. Okay. And we're rolling, Billy. Okay. This is Billy Squire. I'd like to wish all my friends in Real Rock Radio a very happy birthday. Yeah. And I'm talking about KC95 in St. Louis. Oh. That was a good one. Is that it? I'll go ahead and roll some tape. All right. And, uh... What is this? Gosh. How about... How, first of all, let me just ask you to kind of speak up. It does sound like you're calling from L.A. Okay, so, I, I will. All right. Oh, five, oh, um... Yeah, it's, it's the next an, one. It's the next one. This it's is uh, David Freiberg. Yeah, the next one will be in a future podcast. Rusty Young of Poco. Oh, that wasn't David. Oh, that wasn't David Freiberg. No, oh, David okay. Freiberg was before Billy Squire. Oh, oh okay. So there you go. Uh, yeah, Billy Squire. What a run that guy had in the eighties. He sure did. Tremendous man. success, and and then then nothing after after that second album. He was done. Yeah, and uh, I I've seen pictures of him in the last few years of him playing and stuff. I would love to see what he's yeah, about right now and live in concert. You know, he probably put on a hell of a show. Yeah, uh, but, so. but actually, even before COVID, you didn't hear anything about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, you did. Really? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm John Yule. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man, and that's Favaz. So just follow me. Follow him. AMF. You see him out in the street, just, just start follow following me. him. Just follow yes. him. Mm-hmm. Watch where he goes, what he does, how he acts, and then report it to me, and then I'll embarrass him on the radio. Please do. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. AMF. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.